Just So You Know podcast, here to give everyone a chance to let someone know just how much they mean to them. Why did you bring that? Literally why? Because. <laughs> okay. Um, episode two. Of the Just So You Know podcast. Woo woo. How do you feel? Amazing. Great. Oh, wait. Let's tell everyone. Who who am I here with? Livia Bizanet. Wow. The woman, the myth, the legend. The campus life star herself. Liv. So, Liv, are you going to answer with a kazoo for the rest of the podcast? or? <laughs> I can't do it anymore. <laughs> The Kazoo no. Kid. Have you seen that YouTube video? I heard people talking about it today. It's a song. Sometimes McKenna sings to me. Special friend. <laughs> <laughs> you should watch it sometime. It's pretty great. Okay, I'll um, watch it in my sleep. Oh, that's special. That's unique. Okay, well, hey, this time is just supposed to be casual. Me, you, talking about who you are, things about your life, hopefully get to know you a little bit better by the end okay <laughs> <laughs> okay so so tell me who Livia Bizanet is I am and av- I actually did this the other day oh really mm-hmm, okay okay I am a funny person that loves to smile and very athletic and loves Jesus very, very much. And Aww. loves campus life. Yeah. Hashtag it. <laughs> Hashtag campus life. Well, I think that you actually have a better answer than most people your age, so mm-hmm. props to you. I like the answer, though. Yes, you yes. are a smiley person. When I want to be. Yeah, when you want to be. Which is pretty often, actually. Mm-hmm. Some would say. <laughs> okay. So, um... One of the things I was thinking about, I think that you have a lot of answers to this question, but I was curious to see what your answer would be. So, out of all the things that you've experienced in life so far, what would that be? 17 years? 16. 16. Wait, when's your birthday? June 28. <laughs> That's so embarrassing for 20 me. little baby. <laughs> so, out of your 16 and some change uh, years and months, um, what is one of the moments that you are the most proud of? Probably winter camp, sophomore year. Okay. Because I finally spoke up about some things. Yeah. Yeah. What What makes you, I don't know, what makes that like a proud moment? Huh? What makes it a proud moment? Oh, because I always kept things to myself and only to like one other person. And then I finally opened up to McKenna. Yeah. Yeah. Pete McKenna tying <laughs> her shoes in the back. <laughs> uh, what would you say um, 
to your advice to someone who is struggling to speak up about something that they probably need to let someone in on what would you say to that person tell someone sooner and not just wait yeah what what because bad outcomes will come (laughs) what what gave you what gave you like the the courage i guess would be the word but the bravery boldness to speak up in that moment um i mean during that time we were like writing letters to god and then like i was like with my with kp in the first episode whatever it's called and i was like i hugged her and i told her that i needed to tell someone everything and like it finally like hit me that i was i just needed to i don't know it was just the right time yeah hey so to the person listening to this it is your time to speak up and tell someone about something that you're struggling with because more people want to help you than you know. Mm-hmm. Would you say that's true? See. See. So uh, on the whole opposite side of the spectrum, we have proud moments that we can give advice and are are like super excited to tell people about. Um, on the other end of the spectrum would be things that we uh, can laugh about hopefully after but what is one of your biggest failures in life and what do you feel like you learned from that um i would say a failure of mine is keeping in tears keeping in tears yeah. yes <laughs> tell very me. much tell me about why that feels like a big failure well this mainly is according to softball for me because like with my dad being a coach well used to being a coach you had to keep in your tears because you had to be the stronger person on the team especially when you were pretty much the only good person on the team and there was one point that there I just started crying on the pitcher's mound and my dad told me I had to keep pushing even though I didn't want to. And I pretty much let the whole team down because I was giving up those runs. It felt like, no, that, I don't know. I don't really have a good answer for that. No, I, I think that that's a, a thing that people need to hear is that sometimes, like, not being honest with where you're at and where your emotions are is, like, not good for you mentally, emotionally, and therefore spiritually you know yes (laughs) what would you what would you say is something that you've learned from like hard moments like that um to cry after a game to your parents and not in front of your whole team (laughs) (laughs) as my grandma tells me (laughs) (laughs) wow what a grandma is that life grandma nope card grandma card grandma she can't even walk right now oh no poor granny <laughs> okay. I call her that you call her granny granny panties <laughs> it's a story <laughs> for another time i don't think i want to hear that story um yeah i think that oftentimes like the message of be the stronger person like you have to put on a face you have to like just push through things even though like sometimes your emotions are telling you that you need to like pause for a second and actually <laughs> yeah i keep texting me yeah <laughs> um and it like be the stronger person and like you can't ever show emotions like i think really impacts a lot of people more than we probably know yes 
being one of those people myself, I think <laughs> in high school I could probably relate it to what you said. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Anything to add? Um, no, not right now. Not right now? Okay, well, we can come back to it. When you think about something that's like a, a mistake or failure, that's just like a funny, stupid story, what do you think of? Probably telling some things <laughs> to people sometimes is yeah. probably the biggest mistake. Trying to lay low sometimes might be a little better for me. So maybe the underlying takeaway would be find people in your life that are trustworthy. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Would that be a good way to say that? Yeah. Yeah. I think that's I think that's good advice. So thinking about the fact that so many people have spoken about you and your path in following Jesus as something that it's going to be bold and something that um, people are going to like follow you almost and and you're going to be a leader. I think many people have spoken those types of encouraging words over you. If there was one message, one, one thing that you could tell the entire world, what would that be? To trust God and that he'll be right there by your side no matter what. Tell me, tell me more about that. I learned through the past year that no matter your situation, what you've done, that God will be there and that, like, you can mess up a hundred million times, but, like, his son died on the cross for us and, like, he he has forgiven us already for it. Yeah. And all that. Yeah. What, um, can you tell us a little bit about, um, your, like, camp experience and, like, what God spoke to you there? So, a little part to my testimony is we were singing Reckless Love, which is my favorite song, and I heard someone say my name, and then I turned to my leaders, and I literally thought they both said my name. I don't even know anymore. And then Emma, my leader, told me what if it was God, or asked me, and then I kind of, like, had a little freak-out moment, anxiety attack yeah. there. We'll just say that. I was like, what the heck? Like, how that could even happen? And then um, Glorious Day came on. And, like, that's, like, and you called my name. or And I ran out of the grave, whatever the lyrics yeah. are. I forget and sometimes. you called my name. And I ran out of that grave. Yeah. Thank you, Shelby. Yes, anytime. And, like, before that, like. I, like, finally, like, said yes to God and all that. So, like, having, saying yes to God and then hearing him say my name is, like, my biggest, like, motive in my life now. Yeah. Hearing his voice and and following it. And I think that's what you're talking about when you're saying, like, trusting God is super important. Mm -hmm. And, like, learning to follow him. And he'll come at the right time. Yeah, always. What is something recently that you feel like God has orchestrated in your life, like where his timing was like shown pretty like clearly to you? Um, probably during our snow days, I was really tired, burnt out, and I finally pulled out my Bible and it was pretty like, because sometimes I just like get in like weird modes. I'm like, oh, I'll read my Bible. And like, to me, that's like saying, telling, or God telling me like, take a deep breath 
relax, rest, and resting for me is reading my Bible. So, like, all that. Yeah. Yeah. I think so many times there's, like, things that the Holy Spirit will, like, nudge us in or, like, tell us to start doing. And then we're like, ah, I don't know if that was actually God or anything. And so then we just, like, dismiss it as something that's just, like, whatever just like not god it was like oh that's just a thought that that could be just another option what would you say like to someone who's like feeling almost like they're like can't hear god's voice or they feel like they haven't heard god's voice in a while or even like are is potentially hearing it but just like not following it what would you say to those types of people i would say pray uh, the most and like um honestly reading your bible like obviously reading the bible but like i feel like when you read the bible and like you kind of just like pick a new chapter to read in the book like you'll find something so interesting like totally that you can relate to yeah I don't I really know. people say sometimes like if you haven't heard god's voice in a while open your bible and you're you'll hear it immediately because yeah. like everything that's in that book is is from god mm-hmm. yeah what what do you feel like god spoke to you um while you're reading your bible um, the snow day. Um, I don't really remember much, honestly. It's okay. I've been a little tired lately. <laughs> <laughs> that's okay. That's okay. I I'll let I'll let you know another time. Yeah, I I put you on the spot with that one. That's okay. Um, so that's a message to the world. You said, what? Trust God. Trust God. And know that He's always with you. Yes. Yeah, that's a good message. So that's that's the one message to the world. Thinking about um, your life and the fact that you have just over a year left at Genesis. So sad. <laughs> it's so crazy. Literally, you're an infant child in my brain. Um, so as a student at Genesis, like thinking about the fact that you're going to be a senior next year and next year is like just full of lasts. Um, going into that, what do you feel like? you want to like leave being your legacy what is the legacy that you or like the mark that you want to have at on the school and yeah just at genesis in general um probably like being known for someone who loves god so much because like i feel like people know but like they can like not make fun of me but like they just think i'm crazy but also softball. I've come a long way with softball. Yeah. No one really knew me. That's kind of a little off topic, but that's okay. I've worked my crazy butt off for that. Yeah. For being who I am, and I just want to be known for someone who loved to smile. Yeah. Even though I have my hood up like twenty four seven. Yeah, literally. <laughs> I always got a smile on my face. Yeah. What do you? How do you feel like softball and? the legacy you want to leave like how do you feel like that those two things like go together or could i want to be known for someone like not like because like the varsity coach like didn't know me at the time like obviously she was new but like everyone knew some other people i'm not gonna name names but like they knew and they're gonna like they knew they're gonna make varsity freshman year but then there was me like i they had no had no idea who i was and like i had to prove myself and like i feel like you don't need to prove yourself necessary, necessarily, but, like, you just have to, like, go with the flow, have fun with it, and just, like, be known for, like, having fun, but, like, working your tail off. Yeah. 
Yeah. And like always showing up to every single practice. With a smile? Yes. Yeah. I think that's I think that's really important. What do you feel like this year um has been like the biggest change in the way that you interact with people at school or even just like I don't know. I feel like I've seen your entire like disposition, like the way that you like hold yourself and like the way that you like see other people has just changed so much this year because of how in light of like you like meeting Jesus and like following him, what do you feel like will continue to change as that continues to grow? I would say cuz like I've always known like gone to school and out with my friends, but just getting to know everyone like not like seeing your options, but like just like having a friend in class is the most important thing to me like even if it's just one class and not outside of school because like I'm so busy outside of school that it's just nice to have like at least like a couple friends yeah. in our classes to be able to talk to about things like it that, like I don't hang out with people outside of school like period because my schedule but yeah I also kind of forgot the question <laughs> what do you feel like as you grow in like seeing Jesus how do you think that that will impact the way that you like interact with people inside of the walls of Jenison. I would probably say that they can be that like they can come to me for anything and like I can I will help them like no matter what. Yeah. Maybe not some situations, but majority of the situations. Yeah. No, that's cool. Um what do you think is the biggest life lesson that softball has taught you? Um, to never give up and cry after a game. <laughs> Once again, <laughs> back to I've it. I've learned that a lot. <laughs> <laughs> Hashtag travel ball broke me. <laughs> lake effect. Sorry, lake effect. <laughs> not to name names or anything. Just like not the people. Just the just the coach. He'll never listen. Which was not my dad. Lots <laughs> of people, right? Oh my gosh. Okay. <laughs> On that note, <laughs> um, what is something so this is a thing to celebrate. A couple a month ago. Oh yeah. A m- whole month ago. Woo-hoo. Yeah, Liv got baptized. Praise God, hallelujah. Just took like two months. <laughs> took a little bit, but we're here and we have identified with the death and burial and resurrection of Jesus Christ himself through mm-hmm. water baptism. Amen. Even though I got sick afterwards. <laughs> yeah, that's okay. Um, what do you feel like has been the biggest shift since that moment? I've taken everything for granted. That's the answer. What does that mean? I feel like he washed away like all my afraid afraidness. That's not the right word, but we're going for it. It's great. Yep. Yeah. And like I've always been so scared to do like so many things and like I finally like feel free almost as a person. Yeah. To do like everything. Yeah, he like gave you a new boldness, would you say? Courage. Courage. Like a lion. <laughs> that wasn't a very good roar. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, guys. <laughs> headphone, headphone warning. Wait, that was afterwards. <laughs> oh, sorry, sorry, guys. <laughs> um, so the whole point, um, 
of this podcast is that oftentimes we don't in our daily lives really take the time to say things that we're actually thinking. I think that we've alluded to those things a few times in what we were saying of just being able to be like really real with our emotions. But also I think that that can come in a negative way, like being true and honest with ourselves. But also there's times where we think things of like, wow, like I'm super grateful for this person. But then we just like don't say that because one, it could be almost like deemed as embarrassing to like show that you're grateful for someone or something. Mm -hmm. But, um, or even just like it, it is vulnerable It's vulnerable to say like I'm really grateful for you like this this time has really like meant a lot to me or just even like to encourage someone but like as we both know like biblically it's something that we are like called to do as people within the body of Christ is to like encourage and to edify and to lift up the people that we love or even um the people within the body but also the people um who were still like trying to um, evangelize for them to like meet Jesus. And so um, the whole point of this podcast is just to give people a chance to tell someone and to express like their deep gratitude that they have towards that person. We like know psychologically, like there's such a benefit to gratitude. Oftentimes like we see people who express gratitude are like so much more happy they all of a sudden like smile more often there's like even like physical benefits to the the fact of like just telling someone that you're thankful for them so mm-hmm. um we've given you the task to um come with a letter to express uh gratitude to someone so i want you to tell us a little bit about the person that you wrote the letter to and then you can oh you're doing two yeah yeah i'm down for it okay tell me about the people then that you wrote your letters to and then um take it from there okay i'm doing my cousins isaac and mylan isaac is 10 years old currently his birthday is in may and uh, he came into my life when he was two years old he was an orphan in uganda found in a cornfield or banana field i don't know which one um but he's been my best friend since day one. He's always never like failed to put a smile on my face. And he is just so lovable no matter the time of the day. Mylan, one heck of a kid, let's just say that. Maybe some ADHD in there, but probably shouldn't have said that if they listen, but um he is he just turned five at the end of January and He's adopted from Detroit, came in my life right when he was born, but that kid has changed my life. He has brought energy into all the houses he is in, he has been in and has also never hurt or failed to put a smile on my face, and he's also my best friend, but Isaac's the number one and will always be the number one. <laughs> He's just, he's just been around for a little bit Just longer. a little bit longer. And yeah. doesn't annoy me that much. <laughs> and they both uh, never fail to get you a part of Nerf Gun Wars. Oh, my God, those. <laughs> right now it's Fortnite, bro. Oh, like Fortnite. Maybe double the note, getting that fo- victory right now. <laughs> That's so embarrassing. <laughs> they doing all the, the Fortnite dances, too? 
Yeah, definitely. And all the dance parties we got to listen to. Yeah. What's yeah. the what's the go-to bop with the bop with the boys? Ooh, it used to be BTS. Really? Oh, <laughs> big time. We all had our own characters. <laughs> mhm. I don't really know what it is right now. They haven't had a dance party in a while, but I'm I'm gonna keep that that way. <laughs> oh, you don't want to do like another dance party? <laughs> the Ocean and Astronaut song. I don't know what it's called. Something Ocean Astronaut. I literally have no idea. Uh, yeah, I don't know either. Yeah. But okay. Mm-hmm. So, um, without further ado, read away. Okay. Hey, Isaac and Mylan. Just so you know. You're the reason I get to put a smile on my face every day. Every time I walk into a room with you guys, you change my mood and you make my sad face turn into a happy face. Isaac, on August 24, 2014, you were officially adopted. The day I first met you, I knew you were going to be my best friend. The amount of memories and laughter we have had over the last n- over the last nine years... Even if we get a little fight over the dishes, <laughs> I love the amount of energy you bring into this world. It's miraculous. No words can describe how thankful I am for you. You have changed my world in so many ways, and I can't wait to make more memories with you. I love you so much, Bubba. Mylan, you came into this world January 28, 2019. You are one crazy dude, and no words can describe you how, how much you put a smile on my face as well. I love you so much. And how much you mean to me. Your crazy dance moves and how much love superheroes just like me. I love you so much. Isaac Mylan, I can't say this enough, but you changed my world and how you have impacted me. You might make me crazy sometimes, but you always make sure that I can leave the house with a smile. Yes, we might get in some fights, but I will always make it work and I will always love you no matter what. I will always love you and I'm so glad I get to be a part of your lives. Isaac and Mylan, you will always be your be my num your number one supporter and will be your biggest supporter for your upcoming future. Just so you know, Isaac Mylan. If you had one thing, one piece of advice that you would want them to hear from you so that they could be um they could just grow up to be great great men, what would what would you give them? Just be yourself, boys. Honestly, if you're yourself, you will make friends. Don't be fake. <laughs> and love God, as you know, Isaac, for sure. Yeah. Well, you want to kazoo us out? That's why I say thanks.